0: you <smart noise> Hey everybody out there in podcast land. I'm just messing around out on my back porch. It's pretty warm feeling right now. It's like in the 40s I believe. Getting close to the 50s. It's Sunday morning. I hope everybody has a blessed day today. I'm just out here messing with the guitar. Watching the dogs. Got a neighbor's dog that stands next to the fence. and Dozer, who you met yesterday, chasing a squirrel now is... Protecting the fence against another dog. He's about half the size of the other dog over there. So I'm going to play a couple more riffs on the guitar. So, it's a new day, so what's happening today? Well, the governor has passed a new law that you have to wear a face mask in public. And if you don't, you're gonna get in trouble. And uh, not very smart. Well, my neighbor just came and got his dog and moved him away from the fence. That was a little breaking uh, muse, the talking for a moment. Sorry about that. Well, if you hear these little noises in the background that sound like chickens, they're not chickens, those are pigeons. And if you can hear them, they're standing out here looking. They're racing pigeons. I fly them throughout the year but through the last year I haven't been able to fly them because there's so much predators. There's so many hawks in the sky, falcons, hawks, even eagles, but the eagles seem to help me out a lot by chasing off the other hawks. Crows are also a friend. They uh, badger the hawks and keep them away. I've been able to see some pretty interesting things by flying these pigeons. I've seen eagles come down and grab rabbits, fly over my head at the same time, crows would be attacking the eagle and the eagle didn't even lose focus came down and still grabbed the rabbit as he's being attacked he just flies up in the air comes right over top of me and it was during a pretty windy day it was a really windy day actually and uh, as he flew against the wind he flew off into the sunset and I recorded it all so someday I'll put that footage up I got lots of good footage of falcons coming down and chasing my pigeons and hawks, and I've had some hawks come right down and almost attack me, holding on to baby pigeons. They're pretty brave when they're pretty hungry, and they don't care who it is. They don't get in the way of their food. Okay, back to our talk. So today, how are you feeling today? How have you been? Is these podcasts helping you out any? I hope I'm adding to your life and not causing grief because I don't want to do that. We have enough grief in this world. We have enough grief as we live this life. Dreams shatter, hopes show up, and then hopes fade away sometimes. Like we talked yesterday, friends, sometimes you put lots of stock in friends and all kinds of dreams and plans, and those don't work out. So one thing I've learned, the only thing that matters as a constant in my life is Jesus. And he should be a constant in your life. That way, anybody comes or goes in your life, he stays the same. Anytime a plan fails, you always have Jesus. Anytime your hopes and dreams disappear, you have Jesus. And don't believe Jesus based on other people. Find him for yourself. Find out who he is. Have yourself a personal walk with God. I know we use that as a cliche and it became the the stamp of mainstream Christianity is to have a personal relationship with Jesus. And I fear we don't even know what that means sometimes. What is a personal relationship? Is it personal when you base your walk on everybody else's feelings? Is it personal when you have to act a certain way? To be involved in groups of people? Is that personal? Or is the personal that we're talking about that you stow away some time alone and you talk to him? You appreciate him. You get to know him. You know him in the fellowship of his suffering. Something we do not like and we don't like to feel is pain. And one of the greatest ways I found out who Jesus was is through pain and suffering. It's through trials. Trying of my faith. It's through lost hopes and lost dreams. And when you put the harness or the yoke of this world on your shoulders and teachers in school tell you you will never amount to anything, parents might tell you you're you're the worst kid, you're rotten, they might call you names, you might have had the worst childhood and and compared to your friends they just don't understand and you might have went through some really bad things. Well, Jesus knows. And you say, well, how does Jesus know? Where is Jesus? How is he in our lives if there's so much suffering and there's so much pain? Well, there's a consequence all the way back from the garden in the very beginning. And you say, well, that had nothing to do with me. No, but this shows you how connected we are as human beings, that the choices of some people do affect many others. And that's why the choices and consequences that you do on a daily basis affect many people. You might not think they do, but look, an innocent person may suffer because of the consequence of something you chose to do, or because of some things that you choose to do, and it affects an innocent life out there, because you have rights, you have privileges, nobody's gonna tell you what to do, and that's no way to live a life. And you know, one thing I've learned being a Christian with Jesus, is there's no there's no real family tree type thing. You know, there's no like seniority just because you were born into this. Just because you were born into a Christian home doesn't give you instant ticket into heaven. It don't give you that golden ticket like the Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory looking for that golden ticket to get inside. And I think some people they just have a shortcoming in life. They don't ever try to get to know Jesus. They don't ever try to get to know who the King of Kings is and the Lord of Lords, the one who made us, that created us. You know, let's take a pause there for a second and think about something. You know, for the last few generations, we have been bombarded with this public school, government, institutionalized thinking that we came from monkeys. Well, I'd like to ask you, How's that experiment went? Because all these monkeys that you so-called call people as monkeys, you have to drug them to keep them in your presence. To indoctrinate them, you gotta drug them. They have to conform to the way you want them to by force. You force them to do all these things, you force them to think a certain way, you brainwash them through the media, you brainwash them through the textbooks, you've taken history away, You've taken away all kinds of logical free thinking away from people you lock them up into institutions you jail them if they grow up and they they are so-called rebels rebels you take the kids and you punish them in schools they sit in a desk all day long and they're bombarded and you say oh we don't do that you have to do that to be a civilized person okay does a civilized civilization brainwash people all day with ads all day that's all you see is ads, advertising, 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 and those advertisings are hitting emotions. They're attacking your emotions, your feelings, your thoughts, everything about you. They tell you what you need when you didn't even go looking for something. They, they tell you what you have is outdated and it's broken. And you need to get a new one. And we keep chasing and chasing and getting more. We go to cars. We go get new cars, our car has nothing to go, nothing wrong with it, it's just outdated. We gotta keep up with the Joneses. We gotta have the new latest truck, the new latest car, the new latest whatever, motorcycle. You gotta keep it up. You gotta have this, you gotta have a bigger house. You're not happy with the house you have. You gotta have more rooms, you gotta have more, more. You gotta have the latest fashion. You gotta walk around with fancy purses, fancy coats, fancy, fancy, fancy. Now don't get me wrong, I like to look good. And I think you should look good. But there's a line that goes from looking good to just fitting in with the crowd. And you no longer become an individual. You you lose your identity. And you wonder why you're lost in life. You've lost your sense of purpose. You've lost your direction. You lost your focus. And you wonder why you're having troubles. You wonder why you go through life and you feel unfulfilled. And so let's get back to our subject. Jesus. He's the only thing that can fulfill you. He loves you. He loves you more than you love yourself. Eventually, I'm going to put my testimony up on this podcast. I just haven't had a chance to really focus on and record it. I've told my testimony many, many times over the pulpit, many times on the street, many times to people. I'm not ashamed of my testimony My my testimonies made me who I am and the Lord bought and purchased my life. And if it was not for the Lord, I would not be here today. So I owe Him everything. And I love the Lord. And I know you do too. But sometimes I have to do some thought-provoking words or things in in this podcast to get you thinking. Because I want you to think. I want you to think as free thinkers. I don't want us to walk into a socialist type Mentality, where other people have to do it for you. We don't let other people do stuff for us. Have we made the church into a socialist society where we have one person come up as a leader and they're required to do all the work. They're required to do all the stuff, all the learning, all the teaching, all the correcting, all the chasing. And if you haven't noticed over the, the course of that folks, because that wasn't the plan of Jesus. He didn't call 12 disciples and do that to them. He sent them out. He said, go, go and make disciples, go. I give you everything you need to go out there, go and do it. He didn't say, go sit in a building and tell them to come. Don't beg people to come to a building, a building that can never fulfill anything except its own desires and needs because now we're seeing the need, the needs that that building has put on people And i've never been one that loved the building always loved the people in the building and always reached for the people outside the building so don't get caught up on institutions today don't get caught up in a socialist society way of thinking because i'll tell you a couple of the downfalls of it is because when you're in a socialist society those at the top they fend for themselves they take care of their family their friends and that's all they take care of. And they say they do all the gathering and all the resource gathering and all the, you know, this distribution of resources to the people because they they have to think for them. They have to do it for them because if they didn't do it, the people couldn't do it for themselves. Well, that's not freedom, folks. And that sounds a lot like the church of the living God nowadays. The church, and I say that with quotations, because that's not the church that Jesus designed. The church is not designed for people to hand out resources on their on a family basis or on a seniority basis or on whoever I think deserves it and whoever I don't think deserve it. That sounds a lot like Pharaoh and it sounds like a lot like Egypt, the place where God brought his people from. He brought his people out of that. Come out of bondage, come out of them, be ye separate, saith the Lord, and touch not the unclean thing and he will receive us. But we gotta come out of that mentality. You can't be thinking like that. And sometimes our actions, we do it in our family. We run that kind of government in our house. And we wonder why our house doesn't work. We wonder why we're not happy. Because on paper, it looks like it's supposed to work. All the knowledgeable people, the smart people, told us this is what we're supposed to do and it's supposed to work. But when you put it in real-life application, when you leave the Petri dish and you leave the scientific room and all the lab where it's all clean and everyone's got their coats on and mask and everybody's got a controlled environment, things seem to work really good in a controlled environment. But take that into the real world when you have obstacles and you have situations that you didn't expect, all of a sudden your experiment and the equation you've formulated doesn't fit, fit the plan. Has that been your life? Have they told you a certain thing throughout your life and told you if you do all these things, if you finish school, you get your degree, you go to college, you get your degree, you're going to be fulfilled. If you get married, you're going to be fulfilled. If you have kids, you're going to get fulfilled. If you do these things, you're going to be fulfilled. And you feel like you're not fulfilled today. Well, try Jesus. You keep saying that you keep saying try Jesus. How am I supposed to try Jesus? Or you're on the other side of the camp and you say, I've already tried Jesus. Or you are in the process of trying him now. Well, is trying mean that you have an appointed time that if it doesn't work, you give up on God? That if it doesn't work out in a, in a set period of time that you're going to throw everything that you believe in about Jesus away? And you're going to discount all of his word and discredit him? because I could say the same thing about this evolutionary theory that Darwin came up with. Seems like that thing fell apart a long time ago. They're not really pushing it as much as they used to. You don't hear it on a big push like they, they're they forcing it down our throats in school, trying to make us think that we were evolved out of a monkey. And they're spending so much money and resources trying to find the missing link, the missing link. Could you imagine if they spent that kind of money looking at the Bible? looking at the written Word of God. Could you imagine how much farther along we would be if we really believe some of the things we say? We don't judge people on the color of their skin but the content of their character. If people really believe that, how much more unity there would be in the world. Because we don't judge people on looks. We don't even judge them on bar- Merits because some people are afforded luxury and things that others are not and that gives them a head up in life. And uh, it's just not fair sometimes, but life is not fair. We don't work on a fair basis. We've already covered the socialist government. Socialist government tries to make it all fair, tries to make everybody equal, but that doesn't work. It, don't, it never works. And this is what I'll tell you about that, is once you convert to that type of mentality, nobody freely gives it up. The people that are underneath that oppression want out, but those that are in charge will never give up the power once they have it. And once they have that kind of power, the only way to overthrow it is a war or a fight. You're gonna have to fight. And the fight sometimes is not pretty. It's not gonna be fun. In wars, people get hurt, innocent people suffer, innocent people die. What are you saying, we're going to war? No, I'm not saying that. I'm talking about your spiritual walk with God. You know, sometimes that innocent kid inside you died or was punished because some of the choices you've made and that child that's inside of you, that's still alive, that's still inside there waiting to come out, this is just in a prison cell, This just waiting to be free again. To be able to dream again, to have great desires and great creativity that you could color like a chalk on a sidewalk and not care what you were painting because you didn't care, but inside your mind you you saw maybe a flower or a tree or a house or you drew your mom and dad, and it was the greatest thing to you. You had the most fun. You were the most fulfilled until somebody came along and says, hey, that doesn't look right. That's not the way it's supposed to look. Why are you doing that? You're stupid. You shouldn't do that. I'm better than you. And they start to do things like that to you. And all of a sudden you start to cringe. Inside you start to realize, wow, what I thought was fun is not fun. What I thought was a dream is not a dream. But I'm telling you today to hold on to your dreams. I'm telling you today to look past what people say to you. I'm telling you that in the face of people cutting you down, Telling you you'll never amount to nothing. I want you to stand up. I want you to stand up on your own two feet. I want you to look ahead. And as you look ahead, I want you to take a moment to look up in the sky. And when you look up in that sky, I want you to say, thank you, Jesus. Thank you for believing in me. Thank you. And from this day forward, I'm not gonna let others judge me. I'm not gonna let others control me. I'm not gonna let them think for me. And if they don't like what I'm doing, as long as it's not illegal, And it's not against your word, God. I'm going to keep on doing it. And with that, stay blessed. We'd like to thank you for listening to this podcast. If you've enjoyed it, please follow us on Spotify. If you follow us on Facebook subscribe to us. And if you've seen us on YouTube, subscribe to us there also. Share us with your friends. And remember, Jesus loves you. Hey everybody, Jesus is coming back soon. So stay prepared.